0: Good afternoon good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the restricted zone podcast. I am Jonah Wooten. Unfortunately, Colin could not uh he cannot be here tonight. He's got some audio issues, so I'm doing the intro for tonight. Uh we do have most of our crew here tonight for episode seventy. We're gonna be talking to some NFL. So everybody just introduce yourselves. We're gonna start with Jamar. Mar. Yo, what's, what's
1: up, bro? up,
0: John? Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Chris, say what's up. What's what's up, everybody? Let's have a good show. And we got Greg in the house tonight, too. What's going on? Yes, sir. And we got Johnny. Johnny, say what's up, bro. Hello, world. Just Johnny tapping in, baby. Yes, sir. So, all right. So for episodes 68 and 69, our last two episodes, we went over our predictions for which teams will win their division in the AFC and the NFC, respectively. So for our, our last predictions episode, episode 70, we're going to go a step further. And we're going to give you all of our Super Bowl and yardage leader predictions for the 2022-23 NFL season. But before we do that, I want to go over, you know, the pressing question that we have to ask almost every year. Well, we do ask every year before the season begins, and it's, it's simple. Who has the most approved this season? Whether it's, you know, a star, you know, in a new home looking to make a good first impression like Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill, Russell Wilson, or perhaps it's a young quarterback like Tua or Hurts, you know, who has pressure on them to make splashes with, you know, their new weapons. Or perhaps it's even a head coach, you know, with one last chance to make the playoffs or deep playoff run before they're on the chopping block on Black Monday. So I'm going to start with Chris. Just, just let me know, man. Who has the most pressure
2: on them this season? Coach, player, executive? Um, and so I was thinking, I, I thought long, long hard about this, but honestly, when I came down to it, I couldn't really point out individuals. So I'm just going to say this team's name. Um, I think the team that has the most approved. Okay. Perfect. So I'm going to say, I think the team that has the most approved this year are the Buffalo—oh, actually, it's kind of tied. I want to say it's both the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Chargers. So I'll start with the Bills first, basically. Now, we all know that Josh Allen is definitely that dude, and we all know what he did last year against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. And honestly, it's not his fault as to the reason why they lost. We know that even after they scored late in the fourth quarter, the Bills defense could not stop the Chiefs with three plays with 13 seconds left to get down the field and kick a field goal to send the game to overtime. So I feel like they have the most – they have they have pressure on them for this year because, again, they're coming to some, a lot of better eyes as the front runners to win the Super Bowl. And they haven't even gone – they haven't been back there yet since the mid-90s. So as of right now, because of the addition of Von Miller and they're supposed to have James Cook, who's probably going to take over a star running back job at some point in time during the year. Now that they think they filled all the gaps in their defense and their offense that they've think they were missing they have i feel as though that this year they have no excuse to not make it to at least the afc championship game even with the afc being as stacked as it as it is um now when it comes to the chargers i feel like the chargers have a lot of pressure on them because when i think of the Chargers, when i look back on the chargers they're always known for having teams that have great talent great depth but they can never seem to get anywhere with it and i feel like with and feel like with the team that they have right now, even though I hate to say this, they have they on paper they have one of the best teams they put together since their two thousand six team that lost in the AFC championship game to the New England Patriots a while back. And, you know, they finally buffed up their defense. They got a lockdown corner, J C Jackson, they got they got probably the best pass rushing duo in the league with Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. They helped they Help the line against Sebastian Joseph Day from the ranch. So now they can, now they can stop the run and stop the pass. And again, the offense basically stayed the same. And when you have Justin Herbert back there throwing for over 5,000 yards and not make the playoffs, that's kind of, that's kind of like eye popping to say the least. So I feel like they have no hope to prove because there's no excuse this year to, again, even if they don't make the playoffs by winning the AFC West, they should at least be a, a wild card team. And we can't see another meltdown that they have at the end of the year, whether that be from losing, losing games like they lost to the Texans or coach Brandon Stanley going forward on fourth down when he shouldn't be taking too many chances. I just feel like with the team, the Chargers have on paper, they have no excuse to not make the playoffs this year. And I feel like that's pressure on them because we're, because the Chargers are known for having great teams talent wise, but they can't accomplish anything with all that talent.
0: Let's not forget that ill-conceived timeout that, you know, that exactly. him basically a playoff
2: spot.
0: Get would you say Brandon Staley, would, would
2: you say he's on the hot seat? Not that, because, I mean, he's only a first-year coach. And, I mean, he did improve some things with the Chargers. The Chargers were better than the year before he got there. But they should have – They should. but, again, they should have been in the playoffs. So, again, mm-hmm. I, now Absolutely. I feel like if Brandon Staley does not make it this year, with this team he has – then he's definitely in the hot seat. They might give him another year to bounce back, but I honestly feel like he has no excuse to not make it this year.
0: Yeah, I, I think he doesn't have the excuse because last year they were already built, you know, to make the playoffs, and they couldn't make it. So this, I think that, this year it is their last chance.
2: Something I just found out about the Chargers, four of the highest-paid players are on the defensive side of the ball. Derwin James, Kalomag, Joey Bosa, and uh, J.C. Jackson, all – all game pay plus fifth, at least fifteen million a year from this point on for the foreseeable future as how long the, their respective contracts are. So again, if you have this core on your defense that's intact, you, again, you have no reason. Cause like you said, I just named four Pro Bowls basically. That's it. That's four Pro Bowls on your defense right there. We don't, and you have about four or five, six of them on your offense. There's no reason for you to not make the playoffs this year, no matter how stacked the AFC West is or how stacked the AFC is in general.
0: You got three wild card spots, get one. <laughs> Greg.
2: Yep, basically. Uh,
0: um are you falling in line with how Chris is thinking? Do you think there's a specific team that has a lot to prove or are you feeling that there's a player that sticks out in your mind?
3: Uh I think that if there's a, a team that's under pressure, um I would just have to go with the with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, 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 so I'm I'm gonna switch I'm a switched up from the AFC. I say,
0: I say, the Green Bay. Greg, your audio's breaking up a little you bit. Gotta, you got uh, team has been to the NFC chamber All right, I'm gonna come back to Greg later. He's breaking. And, up He doesn't even know. All right, All right uh, Johnny, you want to hop in? You have your thoughts? Uh, yes, I had just got it. I'm honestly, I, I, before he broke up, I actually heard him say the Packers. Um, I actually, that yeah. was actually, um, I was actually, that was actually my, uh, the point I was going to believe be, he's now, He was bringing up the NFC championship loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most, yeah. Most notably, I wanted to talk about not, not the team, the Packers, just Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he has the most approved this year. Um what mm-hmm. was that contract he signed? 150 mil contract extension? Uh, about like 59 mil guaranteed. And, but at the same time, if you, we all, we all love and respect Aaron Rodgers. but at the same time, if you look at- his Yes, 50 three years, 150 million, not to cut you off. Yeah, you're 60, good, no, you're 60 guaranteed, guaranteed. yep. 60 guaranteed, you're 59- Oh, you're 60 guaranteed. That's even- Yeah, he's got- He's got- a- Round he's got it up, yeah. A- yeah, he's gotta prove it now. Uh, non-playoff appearances since he won the Super Bowl back in 2010. um, and it, and non-playoff appearances, but what, 0-9 since then? Uh, since winning the, uh, uh the, uh, the Super Bowl, he did make the playoffs every season, I think, 2018, which except, except for that year. And I think they went like 6-9-1 or something like that, but yeah, that's, that's, and they, they lost their star receiver, Devontae Adams. I don't want to say it was because of the big contract for Aaron Rodgers. That and that kept Devonte from getting his due, but in my personal opinion, I feel like he has the and at the at the age that he's at, yeah, he's got the most approved guys. It's 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 gonna be all on him uh this year, and I feel like he's really got to live up to that money now. Uh Aaron Rodgers is hasn't been known as that quarterback that would take pay cuts for his team, or like he hasn't been known as that type of. I don't want to say that there's this selfish stigma that's attached to him, but it, it's it's. It's just that the way he's viewed isn't very like he's gotta he's gotta basically uh he, he's got he's gotta earn it now. Because he he stands on his talent. We all know he's a great talent. Um I feel like personally that he should have took a pay cut to maybe help that team out a little bit more, but that's just not Aaron Rodgers' style. But if he's he's clearly confident in his ability coming off an M V P run, um, but I am curious to see. What he does, but I feel like he has the most most approved this year. All right, well, Mara, that's the A rising guy. I mean, would you agree with that?
1: I sure will not. Um, I don't. I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like we all respect him. We all know his talent wise. You know, back to back MVP seasons. Um, but I seem like everybody. Everybody, like, talks about Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. But, like, other than last year when he only scored seven points, I don't really know whether, like, when it was really his fault. So, I mean, when you got Aaron Rodgers on your side, you always have a chance. And I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Real quick
0: question, though. Like, with his – as far as what do you think about his personality? I feel like he feels like he can carry a team on his own. I feel like he's got that that vibe. I feel like he is that. I think this year he – Really is gonna to have to put up or shut up.
1: I feel like he can. I mean, like, why, why not? You think he can't? Honestly, I just, when, when
0: I, when I compare him to other quarterbacks of the same pedigree, they're like Drew Brees, what, well, well, when he was playing, obviously, obviously Tom Brady, not too many people you can compare Aaron Rodgers to, obviously, but the few that you can, um, I'm not – they – I don't know. I think I'm falling in love with this stigma too much, but I feel like they were more team – the media makes them out to be more team-oriented than Aaron Rodgers. They make Aaron Rodgers out to be like whenever he loses, it's not his – Whenever if they ever lose, it's not his fault, and if they win, it's, it's always because of him. But I feel like he got paid towards his ego <laughs> this year, so I feel like that's that, that chip on his shoulder better be pretty darn big.
1: I mean, this is like the first time that he came out and was like, he's finally felt like he's having freedom. They haven't talked to him before about anybody, about bringing anybody there. They haven't talked about contracts. Like they haven't put him in anything before. And he's been putting his whole career in there and got him a Super Bowl. And he's been like going to the playoff countless times. So, and this is his first time that he's ever had this type of power. And I agree with him. I agree with him that he's using that as as the way he should be, because he should have been doing it before. It's just a bad time that is later now. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm interested.
0: I like it, rod I'm interested. I, I, I like his swag. We'll see what he do. Y'all saw him coming in the training camp this year. when he had the uh, the con air look. I was cracking up.
1: Yeah, they, uh, he, the Nick Cage. <laughs> and he could have a better season without Devonta. That's interesting.
0: That's mm-hmm. interesting. That's gonna be one of the. Him, him and Pat, is, still there? they're kind of... Yeah, he is. Oh, I like it then. Arguable. Interesting. Well, Mar, before we move on, um, did you have any other players in mind or teams or a coach
1: who had a uh, lot of pressure on them? Surprisingly, I'm going to say a team that I would go with is probably the Philadelphia Eagles just because with all the moves and everything that's been going on. I feel like you was going to say that. <laughs> is, like, I'm not going to lie. No, like, you're right, though. You're right. Before today, like, it didn't come into my head until today. And I'm just thinking about it because I'm even rooting for them. So it's like, dang, if if it's gone that far, then they got to have a lot of pressure on them just because of the moves that they've been making and trying to improve. You can't improve and and then you be like, oh, well, we expected not to make the playoffs or we expected not 10 wins. Like, you can't expect that after the moves you're making for your team and the picks that you made in the draft. So. But if I had to go with a player, I mean, this wouldn't be surprising for me. But everybody else, I would have to say Kyler Murray, just because of uh, the money he was asking for, the way he was uh, going about things in the off season, like he put up a crazy performance in the playoffs or something. So I feel like he's like he has a lot of pressure on him because one, he's not even gonna have his number one receiver, so he's really gonna have to like really show that he can really hoop. Or really, you know, play football without having the number one, number one receiver or just being able to show that he can actually hang in the sports. He,
0: he was out like, what? Six games, six games. Hop is out for what? Uh, PEDs, I think. That hurt. Mm-hmm. That's experience. That's not even, yeah, I, I always, I always question that. The Eagles fall on, yeah. five, <laughs> yeah. fall on week five, man. Huh? Yeah. fall on week five. Yeah. I'm mad at it. <laughs> 230 million. Yeah. Kyler Murray. And as Coach Cliff Kingsbury, I think after that playoff performance last year, you got to come back and first of all, you got to get back there, and you if, if not win a playoff game, at least don't go out the way you did last year. That that was. Just
2: now, now that I think of, now that you bring that part up, Jonah, I think he's the coach under the most pressure this year now, Cliff Kingsbury,
0: because
2: mm-hmm. he didn't deserve that that contract that you got. Because it's literally the same thing with the Cardinals mm-hmm. every year. Yes, their records gotten better, but they always start off. Looking like Super Bowl contenders in the first half of the year didn't look like a wild card team at best in the second half of the year. I don't think he deserved it. But now that you mentioned that, he definitely should be on the hot seat if they do, if they had the same type of performance this year that they did the past couple of years with him.
0: Yeah, Kingsbury, Mike McCarthy, Matt Rule. Oh, a a
2: shame about Matt Rule. It is. The temple.
0: <laughs> nah, I mean,
2: you know, the money was
0: talking, but. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to uh our first half of predictions on this episode. We're gonna get into our yardage leaders predictions and we're gonna go through our passing, rushing and receiving and we're gonna start with our passing leaders. Last year Tom Brady, for the fourth time in his career, led the league with finished the season leading the league in passing yards. He had over five thousand passing yards, it's a career high, five thousand three hundred and sixteen yards. You know this I mean this Ton of competition for the passing title. There's so many different names to choose from: Dak, Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert. Um, I'll start with you, Johnny. Who's your passing leader for 2022? This was tough. This I spent the most time on this, y'all. As I'm as I'm assuming we all did. Uh, it it, listen. uh, uh, Okay, I got to go one A one B here. Um I'm not No 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 no, yeah, no. we got we gotta do a solid nope. pick. I need you a solid pick. You're killing me, man. Okay. I mean okay. say both okay. names. Say both names and then All make right. it, and then make your case. Matter of fact, pick okay, one. Okay, I got you. No, i I have a solid pick. I'm gonna make a solid pick. But I'm just All gonna right. say that this one is a dark horse. This one is my other dark horse. My dark horse, I'm gonna name him first. My dark horse is Joe Burrow. I'm a fan of that receiving court. I like Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. They don't run the football. They were like 22nd last year in rushing and they got a revamped O-line. I feel like Joe goes off this year. I'm, I'm, I, I got him done to dark horse, but at the end of the day, guys, I can't bet against Brady. I can't, I, I cannot bet against Brady. I know they lost, uh, to Brown. I, I'm going to go safe. I mean, even I, I, I know you, everybody's thinking who they're thinking, but I mean, Brady led the league in passing yards last year. And I think second to him was like he had second place. He was over second place for like 300 yards. So, like, I mean, he lost, like I said, he lost Rob and Antonio, but at the end of the day, I think Julio has plays with the chip on his shoulder this year. I like Russell Gage. I think he's an under, very, very underrated receiver. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is still there. And at the end of the day, so you just can't bet against Brady. So I'm not going to lie. Julio he's Jones. Going safe, but I think he's got a chip, bro. I, I really do. I think him matching up with Brady is going to give him the reason to run routes harder. And he might actually start catching touchdown passes because,
1: for some reason, he just doesn't catch touchdown passes. <laughs> Mar, how do you feel? Just the uh, uh, passing leader, right? Yes. Um, well, I might have to go with Justin Herbert. Um, Justin Herbert is just, you know, he was second last year. Um, he's like, like five thousand. Yep. He's one of those quarterbacks who likes to actually like throw the ball, and you can accurately, uh, you can throw the ball accurately when he when he actually throws it deep. So you got guys like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. So when you got targets who like give you Keenan well, I'm gonna just say Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen who gives like insane route running. So you know if he has time back there, Keenan Allen is gonna you know get open. And he's my, most likely going to go deep. And Mike Williams is a big receiver who can also go deep. So I just like Justin Herbert. His arm is just incredible. Babe. He 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 launches. He really launches that jump. So I feel like I feel like he'll, he'll be number one this year. All
0: right. And Chris, do you have a, like a, a dark horse candidate, or do you have a, like a one of the favorites that I just mentioned? I
2: Mars said everything I was going to say. I. I First of all, I can bet against Brady you going with Herbert? due to the fact, I have to go Herbert. I can't go with Brady because half his whole line is going to be depleted for the first half of the season. We don't know how that man's mm-hmm. going to throw when he, has, when he has no time to throw the ball. Half his lines hurt. So I, I can't go with Brady being the pass leader. again. I have to go with Herbert. Honestly, for all the reasons Marsh said. And I said this before on a couple occasions and I will say it again. As much as I hate the Chargers, Deser Herbert is the most talented is the most talented quarterback I've seen since Aaron Rodgers. And who is still playing? I call him the second coming of Aaron Rodgers because he just makes passes and is so precise with the football, unlike some unlike anyone I've seen outside of Rodgers. So and I feel like at, with the weapons he has at disposal and everybody expecting Joshua Pal uh I think it's a Joshua Palmer to go off this year. As as a as a slot receiver with Mike Williams and Keenan now still there and Austin Eckler in the backfield, he has everything he needs to go crazy again. And like Mara said, he was over five thousand last year. And like and yeah, Brady was the passing leader, but Herbert's still got over five thousand, just his second year starting. So now just imagine what he's going to do with a third year. Plus he's plus he's worked out in this offseason. He's gotten a lot stronger. He does not look the same that he looked last year or his rookie year. So now just imagine somebody of his height, like, what, six feet around, every, but like 230, that could throw a football 70 yards. As much as I hate to say it, he, he's, a, he's a problem in, in his league for years to come, so I I can see him definitely be in the past leader by the time that, he earns. I,
0: I, the only person that can match Brady, I said, I, in my personal opinion, it was Herbert, even though I, I, I said it would be him, but like I'm going I'm going. I understand going out on there. I, I Mike Williams should have came to the Eagles, but I'm being biased. Oh my God, that receiving court. Oh my god, that receiving and they don't run the football either. So I got Justin Herbert, what, 30, 35 passes a game.
2: Exactly. and He'll connect on half of them. Because look at the old line he got with them.
0: He barely gets sacked. Greg, are you still in here? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. am. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Um yeah, I just wanna real quick get your passing leader for twenty twenty two.
3: Yeah, I'm uh am gonna go with Derek Carr, man. I think Derek Carr. uh I'ma say I'm going Derek Carr. <laughs> 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 I knew Chris, I knew he was gonna love it. Chris, I knew he was gonna love it. I knew he was gonna love it. Yes sir, yes sir. We
0: out. We okay. Uh, I like what I'm hearing. I'm
3: gonna go with Derek Carr. I think uh, he might he might. he might sleeper for MVP. Only because, like, I think you know I'm MVP. Saying, yeah, I, I'm gonna oh. say it. He my super for MVP. He my sleeper for passing yards. I'm gonna I'm say it all because uh, I think you know what I saw from Derek Carr last year really impressed me. Because like, I'm not gonna lie, we could have been a, anybody on this on here could have been the third wide receiver and get some quality playing time based off of based off of who was on the field last year. So like, you know, for him to have Devontae. And to have a healthy Darren Waller, I know he's been nursing like a hamstring injury, and to have Hunter Renfro, pro. If you double team Darren Waller, you're leaving Devontae open. If you leave Devontae open, if you double team Devontae, you're leaving Darren Waller open. That's that's fried chicken. And I know Josh Jacob need to have a bounce back season, which means the the play action gonna be right. And I just think if Derek Carr don't make it happen this year, I mean, when is it gonna be another year for him to like uh, to show up? So I I got my money on Derek Carr. Listen, I,
0: I'm not, I'm, I don't mean to play the average, I'm not trying to play average an and I ain't gonna lie, that, that was a nice pick too. Did not go for 4,000 last year without Devontae? I ain't gonna lie, uh, do oh, they run the football? He sure did. Do, do, do yeah. they run the football? Because he's, I
2: mean, I
0: who's got Josh Jacobs? They, uh, they, they might, yeah. I don't,
2: eh, I can, I can He was can top really five bad. in passing yards last year. He he is, bro. Yeah, that's what it
0: was. I forgot how many attempts he went for, but depending on how much they run the football. And Josh McDaniels, he likes to throw, so hey, I've got Derek Carr throwing up. These are all good picks though, man. This is a long like I said, I took the long. See, I I, I like that Derek Carr pick because it's just it's it's not a left field, like you don't expect it like that. I like that. Um another like dark horse.
2: Uh...
0: Alright, don't kill me. Don't kill me for this, but I'm thinking Jameis, man. As a dark horse. Whoa. For listen, just cause he, he can over swing burrow
2: it. for dark horse over my burrow for dark horse.
0: I just is. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying as someone to look out for. You got Michael Thomas, I think, coming back. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Camara out of the backfield. I mean, I'm just saying. I, yeah, it, I don't. It depend if Mike Thomas come back.
2: That's I, why he's I a dark, this mind. is
0: why he's a dark horse though. I, I can see his name is Winston as a dark
2: horse.
0: Just if he's a good dark horse. Cause you wouldn't
2: expect put, it, but. Listen, mean, that's play. if he learned something from of Drew Brees during Drew Brees' last year. Then we'll listen, play. I can I can
0: see 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns, and like 22 20 interceptions.
2: Maybe can less than 22, maybe less than 22 would hit. We'll,
0: uh, 17. 16,
2: 17. Hopefully, hopefully he want something. <laughs> Hope that's all you can say.
0: Yeah, man, you just can't have another thirty for thirty, man. But uh, we're gonna move on uh, to our rushing to our rushing predictions. Because last year, man, Jonathan Taylor, 22 years old, led the league with 1811 rushing yards. That's just insane. Um, honestly, I felt he should have got some MVP votes. Me, personally, I feel like running backs get absolutely no love in MVP voting. But, I mean, he he carried that close offense. You know, you know who at quarterback last year. He wasn't terrible, but, you know. Sure Jonathan, so Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, he helped out a lot. So, you know, of course, Derrick Henry, unfortunately, had a foot injury last year. He had one in 2020 and 2019. He's coming back fully healthy this season. And, of course, Jonathan Taylor, you know, coming back, I mean, uh, 1,800 yards, back-to-back gears is a very tough axe, especially with Matt Ryan coming in. They're going to want to probably throw the ball a lot more in Indianapolis. But, I mean, he's still definitely a viable candidate. And, of course, Dalvin Cook, you have Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones. So, Mara, I'm going to start with you this time. Who's your rushing leader for 2022?
1: Surprisingly to Johnny because he came at the Bengals earlier about rushing. I'm going to go Joe Mixon, because he was third last year, and they barely run the ball. So if they just give him more touches, I don't see why he can't do it. Fair enough.
0: I mean, the Bengals, they do love to throw the ball. But, I mean, incorporate him. If he's third in rushing, why not? You feed him. Uh,
1: Johnny, how, how do you feel? And, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, yeah. I must just add a little bit more because, you know, like like Johnny said, the with that receiving core, you're going to like you're going to have to mix it up. Well, you're not going to have to, but you're going to want to mix it up to, you know, full defenses when you got a receiving core like that. So I just think it'll free up free up lanes and easier rushing for Joe Mixon, who really won't have to really do a lot if the whole receiving core is doing what they got to do
0: heard that johnny go ahead i was uh i definitely understand that but um i feel like the Bengals have a better receiving core than the man i'm picking with team and that's king henry i say he takes his crown i don't i don't want to sound cliche but just how many he still finished top 10 and how many games did he play last year and he's coming off healthy and they have respectfully nobody to throw it to um, I I don't care if they stack the box. Derrick Henry has proved time and time and again that he is like he is what his nickname is. I got him down. This this was tough, guys, because I do like I like I like Jonathan Taylor. I based this off of attempts, and um, I'm not gonna lie, Najee Harris from Pittsburgh that was a low key favorite for me. I feel like he's gonna get a lot of touches as well. But Derrick Henry, I, he's already he. he on so my fantasy team, will would be nice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I gotta go with King Henry on this one, guys. All right, Greg. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to disagree with you and
3: say, uh, on Derrick Henry. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to have that great of a year. Uh, they got rid of AJ Brown. Um, and, uh, I don't really, could you name the top three receivers on, on the, on the, on the Titans or the top two?
0: Uh, Burks and Friends. Um,
3: uh, so they're going to stack the box on, so they're going, they're going to yeah. uh, stack the box on Derrick Henry. And, uh, and Derrick Henry will. It's to go not gonna matter. Derrick Henry just turned 28. I don't know how many 28 year olds you know pulling up hella crazy numbers, but I expect some sort of a- Derrick Henry day. is Derek.
0: not the average 28 year old though. I agree with you, good brother. <laughs> I was but just gonna say, 20-year-old. what was Adrian Peterson running when he was 28? So, I feel yeah. Yeah. It has been proven there are different
3: type of athletes out there. No, I, I hear you, but when you're- I don't know. I, do you think- personally, Do I, you think I the injury is gonna, gonna be a problem, Greg? I don't think the injuries is gonna be a problem. I just don't think when you have another option outside of just running the football, I think Adrian Peterson is an exception, not the standard. And like we can't just expect to put Adrian, like Derek Henry to pull up Adrian Peterson type numbers every year. At some point he's gonna come down to earth, and especially in a year where they don't have any outside receivers to like you can say anything you want about the past couple of years, but they've had AJ Brown, they've had other wide receivers that have looked like threats. Your top right receiver right now, I think, is Robert Woods. No disrespect, no shade to Robert Woods, but it's just never going to be. It's not the same thing. So I think for me, in terms of a running back that I think we should uh, look at, I, I like Christian McCaffrey on the comeback, man. I do. I think Christian McCaffrey going to have a bounce back here. I like the injured running backs making a comeback. I think Saquon and Christian McCaffrey are going to have something to say. I really do.
0: It would be great for the league. They talk about injuries with Derrick Henry. When did Christian – how many games Christian played? I didn't say
3: injuries with Derrick Henry. I said I didn't think it was going to be a problem that Derrick Henry had an injury. I just said that Derrick Henry is 28 years old. And 28 really typically don't pull up historical-type numbers, especially when the entire offense relies on you. Because both don't rely on Brian Tannehill, God bless. Listen, anyway, I'm just going to say <laughs> – I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I'm going
0: back God bless. Y'all be easy. Oh, man, Chris – uh not least
2: so well, i ain't gonna hold you i think it's gonna re- be a repeat year for jonathan taylor because coles has definitely got top five most in the league and we've seen that for jt all he really needs is just a split second to get to see a lane and once he gets to the hole nobody can catch him on you in the open and open floor or open field so i feel like it'd be a repeat year but i do have a dark horse candidate who i think was going to turned up a lot this year. That's gonna to be Tony Pollard. I think he's gonna take the reins from mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott this year. And he is electrified. So even with the offensive line depleted, he knows how to he knows how to make somebody miss and get the extra yards. So I feel like he'll be the Dark Horse candidate because I think he takes over probably closer to the later part of the year. He takes I mean they're to gonna go have to, to share a lot of
0: money. carries though. It,
2: they are, they pay are, are
0: paying Zeke a lot of money still
2: so it, they are. But Listen, man, it, be, it might be the first time we ever see a it backup get it over a thousand yards and get the Russian title.
0: That'll I'm saying, if it happens,
2: don't be surprised.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you, man.
2: Uh so we're gonna My gonna dark
0: horse up. is kicking y'all dark horses' butts tonight. First, who's my dark horse for the fat And now my dark, Najee. Harris, you don't, you like Pollard over Harris?
2: I sure do. Cause you know why? The Eagles, the, I said the Eagles. The Steelers don't have an offensive line, so he's gonna have to stiff arm just to get three yards every time. So yeah, I'll take Tony Pollard over over Najee Harris. He's nice though. Don't get me wrong, he's talented. I like. I him. mean, the Cowboys'
0: o line is kind of beat up now too. It, it, but it's very. That's very true. I still think Tony
2: Pollard is no gonna Smith. Be, no comments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's the it man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, exactly. Forty, 40 years
0: old. Look, he's the look. He's a bodyguard. Thank you for 2017, man. God bless. I mean, he was hurt most of the year, but you know, yeah, at least you he know he's going to Hall of
2: Fame someday. But he, he does, is,
0: I think man. He stop he's, later. he's chasing that carry, and it's making me sad, man. But None. we're going, we're going to move on to our receiving, to our receiving predictions. Last year, Cooper Cup, I think what all of us would agree is a shocker. Led the league in receiving yards with 1947 yards. Just insane almost two yards a career high of course this is a lot more wide open i feel because this is you know you got receivers and new teams you got d hops this minute so you can kind of just already eliminate him you know tyree kill D. trust tua you know to put him in the best spot every week you know of course cooper cup now you got a rob coming in it's going to probably take a little bit of his shine so you know stefan diggs of course is Probably the leading candidate, perhaps Devonte Adams. So, Chris, you finished off the last one. I'm gonna start with you in this one. Who's your receiving leader for 2022?
2: So I I did think a lot about this, and I got I got a top three that I want to be the you know the receiving leader. So my first one I go with Stephanie. Just pick me. one, man. I, pick I, one. I'm, hey, I am. I got, cause I got, <laughs> cause made, I got two. two. I'm sorry. And, look, you got, I got because I because y'all don't like my dark course, but I, I right. do got right. Stephon Diggs one. And the reason i saying that is because I think that the Bills are really on a mission this year. I think that they really want to show the league that they are a contending team because we know they're good. We really know, we know they're really good. We don't know if they're a Super Bowl contending team, but this is their year to prove it. So I feel like with that extra amount of motivation, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs are going to continue building that camp that chemistry that they already have. It's just going to grow and grow and grow more. And I feel like with that stuff I did is going to show that. I mean, we know he's an elite wide receiver already, right? but I think he's really just going to have a career year this year. Now, my dark horse, only because of what he did last year, I got to go with Jamar Chase because that man is just I, – I just like watching him play. That's, that's about it. He can just – he just makes spectacular things happen. And we already know him and Joe Burrow already have chemistry from playing in college and stuff. So, and we saw, like, a glimpse of what they did last year. Yeah, yeah, defense is going to be more keen on having to guard Jamar Chase, but I think he's going to improve his, his route running outside of just being able to go to beat by up with his speed, and he's going to take over. But I think he's going to have a major year, too. But I, if he's that final days, my dark horse is going to be Jamar
0: Chase. I wouldn't even call him a dark horse, honestly. I feel like he's one of the favorites. Uh-uh. I don't know, but. I back to the Well, Greg, how do you feel, man? Who's your receiving leader? Can you all hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Some Uh, background noise, but
3: I can hear you. Um my receiving leader for the year twenty two uh football season is probably just gonna be uh honestly it's Justin Jefferson. Um I think well, Justin Jefferson, you can say anything you want about Kirk Cousins. That's, uh, that's Michael like Strayers. That's, uh, what's the Cowboys, uh, uh, lead, all-time leading receiver? Uh, he'd be on my first take every once in a while. I forget his name. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin said that Kirk Cousins is a sneaky pick to win MVP. I didn't say that. That's what he said yeah. on NFL. Network. I, I, I saw that. I don't yeah, know what he was. And you can say anything you want about Kirk Cousins. He doesn't get his receivers to football. And with Adam Thielen advancing in age, here's what's going to happen because it happens every season. Adam Thielen is going to take over for the first five, six games. After, after that, he's going to come back to earth. While Adam Thielen is going off, Justin Jefferson is going to do his thing. Solid 100 yard games, 90 yard games. Once you get to week seven, week eight, he takes over, carries the team for the second half of the season. I think Justin Jefferson is probably going to lead the league in receiving because they're going to need every, every, every yard, yardage to get to one game, because so I think all their games are going to be close if they do make the playoffs this year. Because I think the defense is average at best. I think Kirk Cousins is average at best, but he does have elite wide receivers, and Justin Jefferson is the creme de la creme when it comes to that wide receiver course in uh Minnesota. Yeah, man, that
0: boy Jalen Rager, man. Best of the best.
2: <laughs> yo, it's just, what, yo, it's, what, yo, I just thought the about... Irony, man, the the irony, man, the irony of that. Here. I wouldn't be surprised. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Like sometimes just a change of scenery is all you need. So I'm i actually like I'm curious Listen, bro, in Minnesota. As a Philly sports fan, I know all too well that like, guys
0: just not pinning out here and just going on a greater like greener pastures. Is is a tale as old as time, but Greg, you getting you're getting a lot of feedback from you, bro. Gotta mute yourself. Oh, my fault, bro. Yeah, it's not like you fighting Decepticons over there, man. What's up with y'all tonight, man? He's... <laughs> audio, not audio in, but uh, JJ, uh, Johnny, sorry. um, How do you, how do you? We're talking about receiving leaders. Yes, Johnny. Who's your receiving leader for this year? Honestly, guys, he, I actually, I had a, I had a dark horse. But my number one was Justin Jefferson, but since he took it, that's why we have a backup because like you said, this thing was wide open. I'm going with Jerry Judy. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he climbs the ranks. And honestly, that was an excellent point about Justin Jefferson. It's halfway making me think to change my Dark Rose quarterback to Kirk Cousins. But anyway, back to the but to the topic, I I would say Jerry Judy. I think um with those weapons that the Broncos have. I feel like that he really thrives with, uh, next next to Carlos Sutton. And yeah, I, and as we all know how Russell Wilson performs in the season, I don't want to throw no shade, but I feel like he's got to, we'll see what happens this year in the playoffs. But as, yeah, as far as the regular season, Russell Wilson is a more than capable quarterback. I feel like Jerry Judy really thrives off that system. But um yeah, he, my dark horse, I did have a dark horse guys, uh Mooney from Chicago Bears. If Justin Fields can get a cup, don't laugh at oh, me. Oh man. I like this kid, man. bro. I don't laugh at me. If 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 Justin Fields can get about twenty twenty, twenty five attempts a game, I'll, I I've got Mooney down for having a couple a hundred a hundred yard receiving games. Like I'm not going Justin Fields ain't gonna, gonna get the chance to throw the, the
2: ball top, but Right, he'll be lucky be like if he gets ten seconds. He'll be lucky like he to three seconds to throw the ball. It's You're not like it's that not line
0: even against, I'm not even against Justin, bro. It's not even him, bro. It's just the offensive line. It's, that line is very, very bad.
2: They just picked up Alex Leatherwood. Come on, now. Yeah, that dude, was the yeah. that was the big pickup last week. it's gonna be turn bro. It's
0: fun to watch Moody. but I, I like, but no, Jerry Judy, guys. That's that that's that's why I, I would. I mean, Russell Wilson. That's a solid pick. That's that's a, Look, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, we're going to move on to our final topic of the night, the one I've been waiting for. I'm sure you guys have all been waiting for it as well, our Super Bowl predictions. So right now, as the season has started... Uh,
1: wait, wait, can I get my receiving leader Damn, Mar, I ain't... My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I got somebody bad. nobody said... Go ahead. Um, I'm going. I'm rocking with Mike Evans, and I'm rocking with Mike Evans because you know there's no Chris Godwin, there's no Gronk, there's no AB, and this man last year had the same amount of catches as Zach Ertz and Najee Harris, and still broke a thousand yards and fourteen touchdowns. So I feel like with that with that type with the offense is going through over there. Mike Evans is going to be leading the league. You think he'll get a lot of attention
0: on him, though? Like, would, that's not going he, to hurt him?
1: Nah. He got he got to. Like, Mike Evans is, the, is like, he's he's an electrifying player. He better I make great plays.
0: Mike Evans is always quietly a top-five receiver every year. And he gets, abs- like, no one pays attention to it. This man is freaking a thousand yards. 74 he, catches. Garrett, the right you're player. like, you're... You're guaranteed to get a thousand yards out of this man and no one brings him up hey. in any conversations It's crazy. But uh, we're, so thank you for that. We're gonna move on to our Super Bowl predictions. Um so right now, DraftKings, they have the Bills. Everyone everyone has the Bills as their odds on favor right now to win a Super Bowl. DraftKings has them at plus five fifty right now for your betting odds. For any of you degenerates out there like me. Who, Gamble on sports every day. The Buccaneers, they're second at plus 700. Packers are third. Then the Chiefs. And then the Rams. So first of all, do you guys even agree with this top five of Super Bowl contenders? Before we even get to our predictions? Would you say this you is mind after? I, you, you, Would you mind, you mind if I do both questions, uh, uh, together? Yeah, go ahead. Alright. In terms of the top five list, um,
3: I think it's a pretty solid list. Honestly, did you did you? Uh, I I didn't hear towards the end. Did you have the Chiefs in there too?
0: Yeah, Bills, Buccaneers, Packers, Chiefs, and Rams in that order. All
3: right. Um, I think I don't think the Rams are gonna repeat. I just don't think they have. I think they're a good, uh, good a uh, pick uh, as any to go back to the Super Bowl. But I wouldn't include the Rams in the top five list. If anything, I'd take another team from the AFC West. Maybe like a, a Broncos or a Raiders or a or a Chargers. Outside of that, um so I would say it's an okay list. I would just I think it's a little bit more debatable at five. Um I, I honestly think you should throw in the Packers just because. Um I mean the number three. Oh I'm sorry. Uh Yeah. I, okay, okay. Then yeah. Is there another probably. team you would replace them with? Uh then I I would go with the Raiders then. I mean I like I said, I think they're my sleeper if Anything.
0: Greg like, is I was, heavy I was, on the Raiders this year. Bro. I'm very big on the Raiders. Okay. I'm
3: not gonna lie. I think all four AFC West teams are making the playoffs, I, personally.
0: They better could.
3: It. Yeah. I know. I can't. Come on, uh, Russell, Russell Wilson, let's ride. Like, I'm feeling that. Like, you feel me? Like, we me? play <laughs> the with that. Yes, sir. Let's ride. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go in terms of my Super Bowl pick. I'm going to go with, I mean, it's hard to go against the Bills for real. But you know what? I know y'all going to hate this. I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs coming
2: no. out
3: of the AFC West. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> no. Chiefs coming out of the AFC West. I
0: mean, first, well, uh, let me ask you all this. Yo, uh, I was going wait, to. No, you wait, gonna wait, hate me. They gonna hate wait, both wait, of us because I was wait, gonna wait. say that. They gonna okay, hate both just, of us. I was I, gonna wait, say wait,
3: that wait, 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 for sure. For sure. For sure. Let me just get this pick out because I I don't know my audio be going in and out. So I want to make sure this is set. I got the Chiefs out of the AFC, and I got in, in terms of the NFC, I got my Philadelphia Eagles. ka call, ka
2: Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Hang yo, up. Don't Go, to hold it, yo. You you,
3: man, you all, that about all the right. yeah.
2: sit. Hang up. <laughs> and I'm ready to argue. We we you got two and you I'm I'm behind you, bro.
0: I got your back on this one. Cause I'm ready to argue that one too. Uh, I, I wanna That's I wanna, I wanna ask you guys both of your conference champions and then who was gonna win the Super Bowl too. I meant the X. For your AFC and your N F C champion and then who would win. So Greg I'm believing I I guess that's Raiders and or Chiefs and Eagles. Yeah, yes, sir. Raiders and Eagles. Yep. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chiefs, Chiefs and Eagles. Chiefs yeah. Eagles. Chiefs Eagles. I second that. Man, I mean, I'll, I'll take I'll take it. <laughs> don't, add pers- don't add me. Don't act Don't Don't add. Don't I add personally hate piping my own team up because I hate just getting pie in my face. So I try not to, you know, hype up the Eagles, but you know, I'm. I, I would just take a playoff win on it personally. I don't think the Super you, Bowl – I think not, next year, I feel like – because it really depends on Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. So it's either he's going to pan out and be the guy that we think he is. And I think that's not – it could happen this season. He could make that jump this season, but I feel like he might need another year. Like, I feel like he needs more just playoff experience. Or he doesn't pan out, and then you got to start over again with another quarterback. So either way, I feel like 2023 is, you know, the Eagles time, but I mean, I'll, I'll take it. (laughs) You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't crazy. Listen, who's it? The guy Dominic Foxworth, I think, the NFL Mm -hmm. analyst, he picked the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. So let's go. Let's ride this wave. It's not a bad pick. Just based off of just how the roster is built on paper, it's just light years ahead of where they were last year. So it's a fair pick. But Chris, how do you feel? (laughs)
2: I <laughs> the Chiefs, I, I don't. Okay, I got. I'm trying to get my composure together. Okay, I'm gonna start with the AFC first. I'm gonna start Take a breath, AFC. man. Take your
0: breath. I,
2: I, I got. It. I'm cool. With the AFC, I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs. I don't think they're going back. Um, and honestly, I think it's gonna be because losing Tyron Matthew was very big, and I think that's gonna show. Not saying Justin Reed is bad because he's very good. But he's not Tyron Man. And I think that's going to show step- definitely as you get closer towards the middle the middle part and the later part of the season. So I think when it comes to the AFC, I do think definitely the Bills should be the front runners because, again, they have the most approval I think out of any team this year. And they're going to use extra motivation to go crazy. Uh, but honestly, the Dark Horses, I'm going to hate one of them, but I'm going to love the other one. I got to go with the Chargers and, Ra- and Raiders. Only because. Like we all know, the AFC West is very stacked this year. But just based off what both the Chargers and the Raiders did, mainly the Chargers, again, getting all those pieces on the defensive side. And the Raiders, they finally have that elite number one receiver they needed. And a Lamar with a, a very talented offense. I feel like the they can also make a lot of noise in the AFC. I'm not really concerned about the AFC North when it comes to that because, yes, you have Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And, yes, Joe Burrow in the Bengals. Was still there, but I think the Bengals are going to come back down to be to reality a little bit because this Super Bowl run was a Cinderella one. No, that was great, but it was a Cinderella one. And for the Ravens, they're going to get their all their pieces back. But I feel like just I I I don't want this to happen, but I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like Lamar Jackson is just going to get hurt at some point this year, and I really don't want that to happen. But I feel like it's going to happen. If it and happens, God forbid, man. <laughs> exactly, because I want him to get his contract, and I want him Knock to on wood. and I want him to play. But I honestly feel like he's going to get hurt this year. And if that happens, the Ravens aren't doing anything. I don't really care about the Browns because Deshaun Watson not playing the first level game. So it is what it is with them. I feel like the outside the Bills, the true threat to win the AFC are all at the AFC West. But I feel like the Chargers and the Raiders are at the front when it comes to that. Now for the NFC, I can't believe I hurt Eagles. Just based on the fact that I like Jalen Hurts. He's cool. He is cool. I don't know if, I don't know how it's gonna, how gonna be throwing the ball though, but we'll see if he, if he has to. Maybe a running game is gonna to be top tier like it was last year. But even with that though, I think, again, you still have to watch out for the Packers. I'm surprised nobody said 49ers, cause I'm, I think Trey Lance was gonna do, is gonna be mediocre this year, but I think after that, next year, he's gonna go off. Tremendously. So I, so I still put the 49ers there, cause they made it to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now you got Trey Lance there, but the team is still intact. Now with like that though, you gotta put the Buccaneers up there. And, and, I mean the Eagles are right there, but I can't believe I'm not even gonna say this team. You
0: better not say the C word. The C word? You better word. not.
2: Or, yeah, alright. You thought I was gonna say Cowboys? Okay. Yeah, alright. I was yeah, just, just checking. Yeah,
0: right. just checking.
2: <laughs> so, talk about the, you, you mentioned it earlier. Famous <laughs> Jameis. The face. I've been saying Famous Jameis couple- cookies. I've been saying this for a couple of years. The Saints are literally a championship team on paper. All they needed, and all they still need technically is that, is a quarterback. But they improved, though. They got Michael Thomas back. They got Chris Olave. They still got Cameron Jordan defensive side. They signed Tyron Matthews. But their team, even though they lost Gardner Johnson, which might hurt them a little bit, they still have Marcus Mads. So Thank you like, for that. I know. But they, they still got two Saints. They still got Marcus Mads and Tyron Matthews. So... I, I mean, that. he is lost, but they still got two. They still got a very, very good defense. And I mean, yes, they lost Ty- Tyron Armstead to Miami, but their offense. But the, they still have all their weapons on offense. And honestly, I think of them the same way I think it is as the Colts. Even though I don't think the Colts are really going to do much this year with Matt Ryan, the Colts and the Saints are both quarterbacks away from being contenders. And if Jameis does play average, which we, what he can do, you still got to watch out for the Saints. Cause I think the defense is really going to carry them this year, but I think having Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas back and still having Alvin Kamara, that's going to propel them to definitely make the playoffs this year. And James was playing and, relatively well before he got hurt. Like he wasn't, he, was. he wasn't bad. He was. It, it was. And even if the Saints, even if the Saints sneak in as a wildcard team, you don't want to see the Saints. I'll be honest, you don't want to see the Saints in the playoffs. Or Especially at all. You
0: damn don't.
2: Exactly. But with that that's, defense that's, they
0: have. Yeah, defense. you don't want to see the Saints home. On the road, you might have a chance. But on no, you I mean the Vikings had no problem, but the Eagles, that's the Saints are the kryptonite in the
2: playoffs, man. I didn't even say Marshall Lattimore. let's dive him. Yeah. You gotta even though the Eagles are in that quote unquote Dark Horse contender, I feel like the real Dark Horse and the Sleepers should be the Saints. So if I was to see a s c Championship, yeah, there's no one saying the seats right see, now. If if So for the AFC Championship game, I would want to see, and what I feel like I would see is Chargers Raiders or the Bills against the Chargers or Raiders, one of those two teams. For the NFC, I think it's going to be the Buccaneers against the Rams or, I'm um, again, the, the, dark t- the Dark Horse team, the Rams against the Saints. All
0: right, well, all right, so who would win both of those games, like your solid pick for your AFC-NFC Championship game, and then who would win a Super Bowl as all of right, right now? I,
2: as of right now, I, I got the Rams going back. Now, regardless of how they, uh, regardless of all the questions they have, I still have them going back because it worked once they can work again. And I think the Bills are going to, even though I don't want them to, but I do believe in the hype. I think the Bills so are going to. So we're getting a
0: rematch up tonight.
2: Yeah. In we're rematch up right. unless, that's what I would like to see. And maybe Josh Allen gets the, gives the Bills that Super Bowl ring or staff a repeats.
0: If my Eagles don't win it, the the team i want to see win a super bowl the most has to be the bills man like that fan base just deserves it like them them dudes are loyal up there man four straight super bowl losses in the 90s irrelevance in the 2000s and early 2010s <clears throat> but uh mar last but not least who's going to arizona in february who's winning
1: um, if we're doing the Super Bowl uh Super Bowl, I would probably have the Rams and Bills or Bucks and Bills. But if we're going like Dark Horses and an AFC championship game, surprisingly I would probably say the Steelers and the Bills. Because if we're gonna the probably, Steelers if we're gonna <laughs> If we're gonna talk about teams that just need a missing piece, it's a dark horse. That's that's why it's
2: a dark horse. Oh, they need more. They need more. They need. Oh, it's more than just a missing piece. This piece is over there.
1: They made the playoffs last year, right?
2: Yeah, but it, I mean, they did make the playoffs last year, but they still have an offensive line to protect whatever quarterback they're putting back there.
1: I mean, it's just—I just feel like they're gonna improve off of it. You trust me? My dark horse. I don't. I feel like he's not going to play the whole season. I feel like they're going to throw the ball Kenny in there.
0: You you think Kenny's going to take over? Which I do see
1: happening. Around, I mean, they they did it without a quarterback. They did it without a quarterback. So that's just my dark horse. I haven't been having dark horses all day. This is who I'm feeling. And in the NFC game, I don't want to really say them, but they just constantly keep getting there. They just constantly keep winning. I might have to either, I might have to say either the Rams and the 49ers or the Bucks and the 49ers because they just keep winning and they just keep getting there. And all they're missing is a quarterback. Like that's literally all they need to be a championship team. So I feel like those will be the matchup. You thought Trey would be the
0: guy and now it's question marks. Exactly. You know, Jimmy G restructuring structuring contract. You thought he was probably going to go to Cleveland. And he stands so and now it's like Trey Lance his conference might be Because it's like he's thinking he's getting his he's inheriting inheriting this
1: team and now it's like, nah, brother. So I feel like that team is I don't I don't really wanna see the Steelers or forty ers but like I just the Steelers could do oh my goodness, he picked that off. But if the Steelers are like, gonna I just feel like they did it last year without a quarterback. They're gonna. I feel like they can go further if the bull Kenya is really who they say he is. And I don't want to see the Forty ers but like I said, who, who would keep win winning. Them? Like just keep getting there. Who would win that Super Bowl? Who would win? Oh, um, out of the Bills and Bills. Well, if I would go Bills and Rams, that's who I would go. Um. Probably the Rams. I'll probably go to Rams.
2: Like that's just exactly. me
1: saying if if they get like OBJ back, most likely like they get OBJ back. I feel like they're gonna win again. No, that no, offense would be was, way overpowered. They get OBJ back.
2: You know what? You what's crazy that just people Mark, Mark, Mark said something about the 49ers? That was that was a great move, not bringing back the Forrest Buckner, even though he was probably the best player on that line. they have up a lot of cash space for that. And
0: they
1: the Yeah. And the D-line is still crazy. Yo, they're like so young. It's like literally just a quarter, just like you were saying about the Saints, like just a quarterback and they're like on paper as a championship team. But That's I don't know. Like, they just keep getting there. Like, I don't know how. Like GbG, better- those like six passes, they still win. Like,
2: it's, it's just Elijah, crazy. Elijah Mitchell in that line, Trent Williams. I don't know how Trent Williams is still this good at this point in his career. I'll be honest. I forgot he was. I didn't even know he was in the league for as long as he's been there. That's not a bad.
1: That's not a bad choice though. Yeah. Not at all. Not a. It's not a favorite. Just, I just hate saying it. Really hate saying it.
2: I'm still uh,
0: surprised of John... the Steelers. Listen, man, no it. Appreciate, I appreciate the pick cuz I just like
1: dark horse picks. I don't know. I feel like cuz it takes guts to, to I don't team really team see, like the Steelers. Like I don't really like I'm really high on the Raiders I'm really high on the Raiders. But I don't really see anybody being superior to the Bills. But like I said, I just you know without the quarterback, you just throw the quarterback in there. I'm not like, I don't want to just say, or just be cliche. Like, I feel like the Steelers would be like a real dark horse. Like, like, I'm saying it, and if it really happens, I'll still be shocked. Like, that's like, I don't know. If, if Kenny, if Kenny really turns out to be that bull, I don't see why they don't make it.
0: I mean, there's three extra wild card spots. I don't see, I mean, they, they got that seventh spot last year. I mean, the, the team is pretty much just the same. You just, the quarterback is the question. You got Mike Tomlin as your head coach. um, One of the best head coaches in the league. Uh, the defense is stacked. So it's the offensive line and your quarterback. You know, those are the questions for Pittsburgh. But real quick, before we finish, I'll just throw my little picks out there. The Bills, I feel like the AFC is just theirs to lose. I feel like they're the odds on favor for a reason. They've... You know they've been knocking on the door the last couple of years, and the Chiefs have just been their kryptonite for some reason. They can't win at Arrowhead, but you know two incredible you know playoff games, and they lost both of them. But you know I feel like the AFC West, all four teams should on paper make the playoffs. It'll be kind of hard to do that because they're just playing each other all year. You know I feel like those teams just going to cannibalize each other, whether in the regular season or if they all make the playoffs. They'll do that in the playoffs while the Bills are just sitting pretty at the one seed. So, AFC, I feel like the Bills, Josh Allen, I feel like he's also the MVP favorite. I feel like it's just, it's time. It's time for Buffalo to get back to the Super Bowl and perhaps win it. And the NFC is completely wide open. I have no idea. I mean, I would love to see my Eagles, of course, make it. It's a possibility, but I feel like it's just not their time yet. I feel like 2023, it's when I can, like, fully get behind, you know, another parade on Broad Street. Um, well, the idea of it, they got to go and do it first. But uh also the Buccaneers, Packs, Rams. I'll, I'll probably just pick the Bucks. It's a safe pick. Well, actually, no, the Rams are the safe pick if you're going based off of last year. And, of course, they won in the Super Bowl and bring in most of their starters back if not all of them. uh, Bills and Rams. Who wins? Bills. I see Bills Mm. win. Do you trust the Rams getting that far with uh, Matt Stafford's elbow injury? I'm not... That's got me a little shaky. Is that his throwing arm? That the elbow... That he had surgery on for?
2: It was, but he said he's fine. He keeps saying he's
0: fine. Mm. If he says he's fine, then... You know, I'm not going to argue it. Uh, Johnny, real quick, did you say you're a winner? Oh, my, oh yeah, yeah. I said yeah, yeah, Eagles Don't at me. You know what I mean? we are going to beat the Chiefs? <laughs> that will be a story, though. The Eagles, the and the sorry, I'm sorry. I got, I'm sorry I, but at the end of the day, no, all seriousness, I feel like Pat Mahomes, I, you can never bet against him. Like, he, he is who he is for a reason. I'm telling you, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Toler, uh, Hardman, um, Juju, that's, that, Travis Kelsey, that's enough for him. And they still got the best coach, in my mind, so, the best coach under Bill Belichick, maybe the second best coach in football, Andy Reid. Like, I, I, I just can't bet against that. I, I, I just like that. And the NFC side, you're, you guys know, I'm riding, I'm riding the wave, baby. But at the end of the day, I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes. Wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> I can just imagine just like the whole thing with Andy Reid and I can imagine just the media asking just so many Eagles questions like it, it it would be it would be fascinating but I don't know I feel like the Chiefs as, I feel like they're I, I feel like they're in the ahead ran. like the Chiefs have been on top for like four or five years now they've hosted the AFC title game like four their, years their defense their defense is trash I will agree after losing Tyron Mathieu but who's I mean, whatever. We'll just put up. Who's whatever? The best defense is a good offense. Who's who's responding forty points a game? Like, well, not forty, but at least like mid thirties. Like that's. I mean, they're they're that's they're gonna make the playoffs. Like I feel like that's not gonna don't make the playoffs. Be all -all -all with that type of offense. I'm not feeling it, but I respect the pick though. I respect all of your picks, but um, fellas, that's gonna do it for episode seventy. First of all, let's just take a step back. Like we're at episode 70 now. Like that's an accomplishment. It's not, you know, the big milestone like a hundred or whatever, but 70 episodes is huge, especially, you know, considering how we're doing this. It, it, it's been rough. We started this in a pandemic. You know, we've been doing this over Zoom and Microsoft Teams now for the last two years. It, and tonight, you know, we had some audio issues, but you know, and I would like to apologize for that, but you know, we're getting better. We're going to be better, and this is just the beginning. So, first of all, let's just, I guess, toast to that, cheers to that 70 episodes. Um, But follow us, please, on Instagram, Restricted Zone Podcast, or the Restricted, Restricted Zone Pod, excuse me. Um, Make sure you follow all of our personal Instagrams, which will be in the bio of our episode. And you can listen to that on pretty much any streaming platform that's out there. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. I believe we're on Stitcher. If not, we need to be on Stitcher because that's like one of the main, you know, pod things out there. But please listen to us. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. This has been a great episode. I'm Jonah from Mar, Chris, Johnny, Greg. We had to drop out and Colin who couldn't be here tonight. Thank you. Good night.